are sitting with 10 outstanding Illini Media alumni who are part of this year's inductees into Illini Media Company's Hall of Fame to hear about their experiences with WPGU, the Daily Illini, and the Ilio Yearbook at the University of Illinois. I am Ryan Sutherland. I am a documentarian, and I used to be the photo editor for the DI back in 1997-1998. Can you tell me a little bit more about the work that you do now? You know, I tell stories. That's what I've basically committed my life to, which is to try and be attracted to telling interesting stories that often underneath them have underlying human interest component. And I've been, you know, I've had the privilege to work with some of the most people and tell an incredible story along the way. But if I'm tying it back to the DI, I didn't know it at the time, but that was my first understanding of how to be, you know, how to document a story. Back then it was in still photographs. Again, without intention, that was the beginning of what I do now, for, which is trying to, you know, document real life stories. And what inspired you to pursue this career in filmmaking and making documentaries? I was an English major at the U of I purposefully because I wanted to pick three that didn't lead to a job because I didn't know what job I wanted to do. And I didn't want to be a job placement program, especially at the age of 17, 18, like having no idea what I wanted to do. I purposefully picked something. It was between English and history, and English was my worst class in high school. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do English because it does feel like, okay, that'll help me to at least appreciate how to tell stories. Because I knew then that I did want to do that, but I didn't know it in film. And then I saw a couple of movies. I saw a movie called Good Little Hunting right before I graduated. And then I saw another movie called American Beauty after I graduated. And I said, that's what I want to do. I want to make films. I don't even know how you do that. I had no connection to the film industry whatsoever. And I'm like, that's something that I'd like to be a part of. And so that's when I sought that out, which was post-DI, you know, and post being at the U of I. But it was with the intention of like, I want to be a part of doing that because that feels like a pursuit worth chasing. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And, um, you know, a lot of work in the media, journalism, photojournalism is telling other people's stories. In what ways can documentaries tell stories that other forms of media can't? Well, they tell true stories. They're true in the sense that the characters and the stories are real, but there is still a subjective lens. Like, there's no such thing as, like, a completely true story, right? The minute somebody is editing an interview, you're making choices. So there is no such thing as a completely true story. You know, I was always a fan of films that started with the card at the beginning that said based on a true story. Being able to work with real people about their real life stories that are incredibly inspiring, compelling on their own, that is attractive to me as a storyteller. Yeah, I'd like to tell your story as a making up a story 
you know. And I wanted to go back to your time with the Daily Illini and as a photojournalist. Were there any important lessons that you learned that you've taken with you throughout your career? So my time at the DI was incredibly defined by the fact that I became photo editor three months after I got hired as a staff photographer, right after I walked in the building, actually asking to see if I could write music reviews or film reviews. And they were like, no, we're not hiring for that. But, you you know, they were hiring in the photo department. And I had never taken a photo on a camera that wasn't a push-and-shoot camera. I got indoctrinated into what photography was and then found myself within three months leading the department. And my whole mission was, let's push the boundaries on what we can do. Let's get press credentials for everything that we can, because why not? Like, you know, why, why not? And so that led to me getting credentials to photograph the bulls at the highlight of their days in the 90s, where somehow I found myself in the locker room patting Michael Jordan on the back saying, good good game, Mike. That led to me photographing the Rolling Stones on their opening tour at Soldier Field, because you know what? The DI should be there. And it culminated with Clinton, President Clinton, coming to Illinois after his State of the Union, and me and Brian Costello, managing editor, getting to ride in the press pool and spending the day acting like we were legitimate journalists while Clinton, in the midst of the Monica Lewinsky scandal, and it's it's those experiences that would have never happened otherwise if not for the DI. And what I'd like to think is what I learned there is like, why not? And I've tried to apply that why not, why not you, why not us mentality to what I've done since then. Yeah, and you know, it seems like your time with the Daily Line, I really like helped you set the foundation to, you know, go out there and you know, tell those stories like the, you know, possibilities are, are limitless. And, you know, like throughout your career, was there, is there anything from your career currently that, that you were proud of making and, and why? Every film that I've worked on, I've had to have ownership of. And so I'm proud of all of them, not to toot my own hair, but I just won a Grammy. So of course I'm incredibly proud of that. But it's hard for me to say, like, is there any one that I favor over the other? Because as you're in it, as you're doing it, you have to be committed to whatever it is you're doing. There are easier ways to make money than to make films, especially to make documentary films. So the whole point is you're committed to wanting to tell a story that you think is actually going to resonate with people. What what advice do you have for someone that also wants to become a filmmaker, a documentarian, or just start a career in the media industry in general? My advice would be anybody can do this stuff. So if you really want to do it, you just have to do the work. Like, I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunity, meaning preparation. So be prepared and know what it is that you actually want to do in it. And, you know, I wasn't a film studies degree because I didn't know when I was 17 that I wanted to study film. But there are a lot of people who feel like they just 
get a degree in something and that affords them the opportunity to do it. And if I had to give advice, my advice would be actually to do it. Because if you're not doing it, you're talking about it, you know? And I think that applies to anything, really. It doesn't have to be film. Don't just have the idea of the thing that you want to do. Do the work and then be prepared to hop on the opportunities when they come your way, even if they're incredibly uncomfortable, which means quitting your day job, which I had to do to go work for free on an independent film that you've never seen and never will. Like I can, I can paint a picture or a pathway looking backwards that, of course, looking forwards, I never knew that possible. I never would have dreamed that I would be Steven Spielberg's assistant. And yet I can look backwards and go, okay, I understand how I got there. That's not necessarily everybody's path to get to what they want to do, but it comes with being able to appreciate what is the thing you want to do and then work towards it. Don't just espouse towards it, like work towards it. That's, that's excellent advice. Are there any other projects that you're working on that you would like to talk about today? Well, there is a project that is out there that is about a Paralympic swimmer. And it's an incredibly inspiring story of a girl who was 18, went in to get an epidural shot for back pain and was supposed to be an outpatient and ended up not leaving the hospital for six weeks and never walking again. And it's an incredible story of seeing this woman take that pain, take that experience, and has now elevated herself in a completely other way, where she's now a multi-gold-winning Paralympic swimmer. There's another one that is premiering at Mountain Film in Telluride next month, which is the orchestra that Chuck built. That's what it's called. And it's about the inner city youth orchestra of Los Angeles. And it's the largest black majority orchestra in the country. And Charles Dickerson is committed to trying to give opportunity to kids who otherwise wouldn't have the chance to perform in an orchestra. And he's now since building out not just this orchestra, but another one in Chicago. And his goal is to open an orchestra in every underserved community of every large city in the country. So that's a couple that I'm working on right now. I want to thank you for your time and you know sharing your thoughts. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with us? No, I, w- I would just say that like my time at the DEI was profound. And I'm so incredibly grateful that I just happened to walk in and get hired in another department that I wasn't even intending to. And the opportunities absolutely changed my life. Like, I have a hard time thinking I'd be doing what I'm doing right now if I hadn't worked at the DI. So to get recognized in this fashion by the Illini Media Company is a huge honor, and I so appreciate it. Thanks so much for speaking with us again today. 